or we're recording now. We can go ahead and get started on it. Okay. Um, so I listened to y'all's show with Matt about the medical shit. Boog mm-hmm. ever kicks off, you know, got me thinking. Um, not everybody can just up and leave if, uh, you know, if anything ever did kick off. So I thought we could talk about like home defense stuff. What are you going to do with your home? Yeah. What are you going to do to protect yourself if shit kicks off? Absolutely. A lot of people are just like, oh, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to bug out. Well, you don't always have that option, though, do you? Oh, look at that. Oh, shit. Brent. There he is. <laughs> All right, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. You're a little low. I can hear you. Can you hear us? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I barely hold on to that. My computer's being a dick. Yeah, I've been having technical issues all the whole fucking time. How about now? I can hear you, yeah. <clears throat> I mean I can I can hear you. You're still low, but I can hear you. Yeah, you're super low. audacity's only picking me up so that's fun <laughs> yeah i downloaded that um the other day and i'm about through my laptop like a pizza box <laughs> it uh it's it's one of those that takes a minute to get used to um and this fan down So you guys can hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Hear you better now. <laughs> cool. I ended up just uh, plugging my headphones into my actual mic. Yeah, that's what I have to do. Yeah, it works pretty good though. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> you aren't catching a whole lot of background noise from me, are you? None. No. Okay, cool. Just making sure there's stuff going on in the house. So. Yeah, my uh, my little one just went down for a nap, so if she wakes up, y'all might hear it. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Oh, definitely hear mine. <laughs> I've got a shit to chase around a pit bull, so. <laughs> and that, that, that always how it works. Oh, man, All the dog one. chasing the biggest one. Oh, that little one's always starting shit. <laughs> uh, so was, what's going on, guys? Not a whole lot. Just no? Tired. No, I feel you. I, I made the mistake, and we went out for breakfast first thing this morning and fucking came home. 
decided to take a nap and that was the biggest fucking mistake I made as a day. <laughs> yeah. Some days it's awesome. Other days you're just like, I don't even want to get up. Yeah. I feel you. I'm going to bed till two and look at the tent. I'm fucking wrecked. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Yeah, just want to have an edible and go to bed. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I can't do shit because of the FAA. Oh, I know. Like, I legit can't do a fucking thing, man. Because if they even suspect it and drug test me, it's like, all right, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. And that's the way, that's the way my, my wife's job is because she's a nurse. Yeah. Same she shit. Do shit and- See, I could smoke and do edibles and stuff, but like, if you get hurt or you have like a property damage, they drug test you. So it's, yeah. is it really worth the risk, you know? Yeah. For your um, workman's comp. Yeah. That's usually how they tend to do it. Um, like, if you get hurt or if there's some kind of property damage, but, uh, with all the the shit that's been going on lately because uh they actually fired our hr lady and uh brought in the uh, big dogs from the main in uh wichita no so they're just gonna so, drug test everybody uh yeah basically if, if anybody says anything you're like hey you're asking getting drug tested yeah it's <laughs> like the the shot i'm a machinist so i gotta be the the likelihood of getting hurt is pretty high oh yeah dude i mean i, I fucking fix airplanes all day yeah so my hands are always going in small spots inside of a fucking you know engine with compressor blades spinning and shit oh yeah somebody that's spins that prop while i have my hand in there i'm fucked <laughs> yeah that's why i hated working on bmws <laughs> like every time you go on to check a technical manual there's like shown with the engine removed I'm like yeah if i had the engine out i wouldn't know would need to know how to get to it to be there dick oh uh, yeah uh, i'll never forget man i uh I was working at this little fucking home wall shop out in the middle of Tampa and this dude brought in his little, his old BMW and that motherfucker was leaking and it, ha- it was at a, that little L, yes. little plastic L on the back of the block oh. that you can't get to unless you have that bitch up on a lift. <laughs> oh yeah. Because there's only like an inch or two yeah. away from the, the firewall. Mm-hmm. You can't do a fucking thing with it. As pr- <laughs> as, yeah, you, you can always tell it's bad because it'll be like a like a light brown color yep. with a little cracks all in it and you're like yeah it's fucked <laughs> yep but i work for an independent shop now and they don't care he's like i don't care what you do as long as you show up sober and you do good work i really don't give a shit see that's he's all like, i want yeah, but he's <laughs> like he goes if you get hurt and they you know if you want to claim workman's comp you know then i have to fire you because they're you know they'll say so and i'm like yeah well i just want to claim workman's comp then <laughs> that was basically how I run with it. I've gotten hurt so many times at work and just been like, yeah, fuck it. Because uh, we, if we meet a certain like criteria at the end of the year, we get a fucking ridiculous bonus. Oh shit, there's Matt. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, my wife and I were talking about today because we've got kind of a five-year plan. We just built a house mm-hmm. and it's in a neighborhood though. It is cool. I mean, I'm definitely blessed but I said everybody's just too damn close and I'm like I live in a golf community and I hate golf <laughs> but I, d- I did it as an investment but our five-year plan we're going to be moving up to North Georgia up in the Lonega area and nice. uh, I <clears throat> try to get about 15 20 acres start a farm because I grew up on one that's all I wanted to do okay dude that's the way to do it uh, I said I go I want to be to a point where we don't have to worry about, you know, rely on an employer. We are the employer. Yeah. What's up, can... dude Tickles? Hey, what's up, <laughs> fucker, <laughs> man? 
What's up, mini me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I gotta be on my phone because I got a bazillion things I gotta do. So you, I'm sorry you can't see my pretty face right now. No, you're good, man. <laughs> uh, we're just bullshitting right now. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? Fucking moving out of, basically going fucking Kaczynski. <laughs> <laughs> leaving going fucking society <laughs> yeah and never and never bathing again oh yeah i'm down yeah right <laughs> i was telling my wife about the um the, the thomas massey that video that he did about how he built his house yeah the it's all like fucking sustainable and self self-sufficient and shit yeah and i told her like he went to the junkyard and found a totaled uh tesla three and pulled the battery and all the components out and that's his charging unit for the house oh no shit pretty, uh, pretty dude, dope, is, man. dude is bad as hell and she goes that sounds awesome she goes we should do that we should see if we can do something like that and i'm like that's so hot <laughs> i feel you my wife's on the same level with that <clears throat> i'm like i'm i'm just i'm stuck yeah, the fucking ex-wife, kids, you know, Florida's got a fucking same fifty spot. mile radius bullshit. <laughs> so I'm kind of yeah, stuck. I'm in the same boat, dude. <laughs> shit, shit sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my wife, we've been trying to have kids for ten years, but nothing like it's gonna happen. So shit, dude, I got one you can have. <laughs> <laughs> for legal reasons, that's a joke. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Is it allegedly? Yes, allegedly. Hi- hypothetically. <laughs> yeah, Pat. Pat corrected me on that. Hypothetically. <laughs> I yeah, I heard that. I don't give a shit. I say what I want. That's right. <laughs> fucking Jared fuck antagonizing him. Yeah. <laughs> fucking allegedly. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Fuck the law. Yeah. Yep. Well. Um, I've gathered you all here today so we can talk about fucking what's going to happen if uh, let's say shit does kick off tomorrow because tomorrow's that fucking rally in Virginia and yeah. uh, we've all seen the fucking posts of the fucking surveillance drone flying over and they've got that <laughs> shit fenced off like fucking crazy armed guards in one entrance and i think there's like three exits that are really yeah. fucking poorly placed oh no shit man oh for sure <laughs> the only thing they're missing is a railway and cattle cars right <laughs> so let's say shit does kick off allegedly <laughs> that one's for pat and uh you can't fucking do anything, you know? Like, let, let's take my situation, honestly, man. I got five fucking kids. There's not just going to be fucking rounding up and getting out, you know? I'm going to be stuck here for at least a minute. So if shit kicks off, I've got to stick in this house and fucking figure out what the fuck I'm going to do to protect it in the meantime until I can get out. So I well, figure we can talk about shit kids. like that. Yeah, your family and your kids, that's your immediate responsibility. Exactly. You know, everybody, like, it's nice to have a team of people you can depend on, but you're not going to drop everything and leave your fucking family sitting in that house either to go fucking do anything, right? And if it were me and I needed your help, I would expect you to do that. Yeah. Have you guys seen the, uh, there's like militia groups that have like a, what they call it, a family protection unit. 
No, I haven't heard of that yet. Oh, dude. <laughs> so I was watching this video. I could have sworn it was like a blooper reel. But no, they have these dudes who are like half-assed kitted out and like poorly fitting play <laughs> carriers that they're not wearing correctly. Palmetto State Armory fucking AKs and shit. Um, and they're like, they're like running long guns. So there's like this shitty ass beat up 18 van. And basically the entire purpose of these guys is to get, if something jumps off is to get the militia members families to safety, which is, Hey, that's actually not a half bad idea, but <laughs> the execution of said idea, not great. These dudes, they're literally like in a residential neighborhood and they all hop out of this fucking like blacked out windows rape van. And they're <laughs> running around with long guns flagging everything in every direction and then they go in this house the guy knocks on the door and he says like blah 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 something county armory family protection group open up like i'm shooting that jesus <laughs> yeah that's yeah. gonna be the first motherfucker to get dropped <laughs> that's bad that's what you, you you give them the wrong address on purpose <laughs> oh, shit. yeah oh, there's a there's something in my state i looked it up just because out of curiosity, it's called the Georgia Militia and they have a website. I'm like, man, the only thing, you know, I'm overweight, but at least I can run and do push-ups and pull-ups and stuff. Oh, dude, um, there's right. a Florida one too. Yeah, I'm like, dude, all these dudes are doing is fighting diabetes and they're losing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real enemy. Yeah. I haven't even seen if there's one in my state or not. Maybe that's a good idea if I look it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually not too far away from you, Gizmo. There was a, there's one in Texas too, but they actually kind of have somewhat legit, at least print like training principles and tactics. Cause their entire idea is to create their members. They basically, their entire idea was to create four to six man fire teams. So your member as a member, you go out to your community and you recruit four to six people. That's your fire team. You're responsible for your immediate neighborhood. So they don't have like, you know, like a, a company size fucking element of dudes just kind of hanging out in camo somewhere. Yeah. This is the thing. Like, I don't want to be a part of any of those because a lot of them are retarded. Y'all and see that a shit? Lot. Yeah. Well, yeah why are they all in like military uniforms, though? Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> fucking retarded. If I'm forming a militia, dude. I'm wearing sneakers and fucking blue jeans. Like, no I'm shit, dude. I'm going to be comfortable the, as fuck. Yeah. I'm wearing Crocs. Don't yeah. Yeah, the only thing I'll be wearing that's camo is are like my vans just because I think it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> Best outfit I've found so far is a Hawaiian shirt, a pair of five eleven tactical pants, and a pair of Converse. That is all you need. <laughs> yeah, I can't I said, wear Converse, so they hurt the fuck out of my feet. Yeah. Man. I said I was gonna yeah, wear uh, uh, a Raiders a Raiders jersey. Some silkies, <laughs> jungle boots. You know, oh, what? Yeah. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Especially fucking silkies. Oh, yeah. I'll just run on fucking silkies. Dude, let the baby birds fly. <laughs> yeah. Look at some of these I pictures. Mean... <laughs> Flashing bubble gum everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> this is terrible. The bat wing. This is, this is fucking horrible. <laughs> Florida militia. <laughs> oh, there's different regions. That's fun. Holy shit. 
They're called operational white nationalists. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. The only reason I know about this is because there's a truck in my area that has a big ass fucking Florida militia sticker across the back of it, and I'm like, what the fuck oh my goodness, look at this truck nuts on it. Look at this fucker. He is. He ain't going nowhere. Jesus Christ. He looks like he's about to drop dead anyway. I'm jumping. (laughs) Behind his ass. Now that is oh, that's damn. cover, not concealment. Sword militias to protect the United States and our constitution. I bet one of them's got a good constitution for our government. Well, they already lost me. All right. You know, yeah, they're not doing a very good job. Like, I was born and raised in Florida. I've lived here all my life, except for, you know, military and Every I'm like, yeah, fucking Florida's awesome. And then I see shit and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> God damn it. I can't remember. Was you in the was you in the Air Force? No, Army. Army, I can't remember. Yeah, okay. Army. The Sorry, fucking aircraft I didn't electrician, get it. Oh. dude. <laughs> I fix fucking I, 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 I one of those pogue motherfuckers that fix airplane or not airplanes, but uh helicopters. Whatever. Hey, that's a and shit job. I was an Intel dork. <laughs> You know, right, I'm done what, with I, shit. <laughs> what I hated about being a fucking medic, especially being a line medic, is that you're not actually a grunt, right? You're still a fucking poke, but you have to do all the grunt shit and you get none of the credit for being a grunt. You're grunt adjacent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, hang out, how much, how much of your job was paperwork, though, too? You know what I mean? That shit sucks. Oh, I did plenty of paperwork. That's fucking brutal, dude. <laughs> Uh, well, the whole thing about like, you know, you pulled that website up and it showed how they were, they were basically saying, you know, based off the constitution, whatever I've said in my show, the constitution is fucking retarded. Like I, I don't, I don't need a piece of paper to tell me the rights and the freedoms that I have. And it's right. also such an invaluable document. Number one. And number two, the government changes it every day. They don't give a fuck about what it's supposed to I mean, The government's here to preserve our rights and to help enforce the constitution. So when you have a, a quote-unquote militia that is, you know, to protect and promote the well-being system, that's cool and all, but, you know, the government already doesn't protect you, number one, and the Constitution is bullshit anyway, so now you have a militia that's preserving your constitutional rights instead of just protecting you. It, I mean, to me, it just doesn't – I think anytime you put the Constitution in anything, it's, it's fucking just – it's over with already. Well, like, a lot I don't of- might hear it. Yeah, well, a lot of people think that the, they go, well, it's our constitutional right. I'm like, the Constitution doesn't give you the right. In the no. Yeah, it's your natural human right. Right, and it's you like know, the Constitution was there to restrict government, but obviously it hasn't. Right. And, and a lot of people say God-given right. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people that aren't religious, and you don't have to get into that. I'm not myself. But just being a human being, being born on this earth, you nobody should be in control of it. You know what I mean? So no, absolutely. Well, that's why they said endowed by our Creator. So they didn't really just say God because right, right. You know, some of them were deists, some of them were atheists, some of them were Christian. You know, whatever. So it's basically, if you think the universe created you and you were just here, then that's where you get your rights from. If you believe in God, that's where you. You know, it's it kind of covers everyone. So if you're an atheist, I don't care. You still have the same rights that I do as a Christian. Whatever, you do what you do, but. The, what, what does that not, say? the government definitely is not your god because the government did not give you the rights. No, absolutely. You know, Madison always said that a parchment barrier is just that. It's not a protection against anything. So even the framers kind of understood, like, this thing has – if it's to be of any value at all, it has to be enforced from the bottom up. 
And that's not happening. And it hasn't been obviously for a very long time. That's why the Ben Franklin said it's a Republic if you can keep it, which means you know it was bullshit. Uh Yeah. Oh man, that's just bass backwards. Yeah. You see right here, like I'm reading, I mean, it says these people are not welcome to train or attend meetings, dishonorably discharged from the military. Anyone with a felony or yeah. any felony. Well, what if it's a nonviolent crime? Well, those are the like, guys like, I have. Hi, well, th- that's actually why I highlighted this, but Matt can't see it. So, yeah, so discharged from the military, anyone with a felony or a pending felony, anyone that cannot legally, well, you can now legally own a firearm. You got your shit back, right? Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Halfway. Yeah, no, better um, than nothing. <laughs> I can, yeah, it's a process. I, I can tell you this much that, yeah, they, they always, there's so many militias that play that fucking game. Um, but, you know, my, my dude T-Rex, I'm sure you guys know him. Mm-hmm. He's got that blog and he talks a lot about three percenters. And he's, him and I have talked multiple times about how many of these dudes that lead these organizations have like criminal records. And not just for like possessing drugs, but for like domestic violence and fucking like immigration violations and shit like that. But, um, you know, it's funny, too. It's a red jacket. I promise you. Right. I promise you I can outshoot and outfight every single motherfucker in that militia. Well, dude, that's the thing. But they don't want if me, I'm gonna do some hood, if I'm going to have to do some hood rat shit, I want somebody that's, that might have that kind of background. Right? Yeah. <laughs> dude, as long as you're not an asshole. Hood, man. I, I straight up grew up in the fucking person. hood. Like, I was that minority. I was the only white kid in my fucking hood. <laughs> so I'm used to oh, that that's shit. Oh, brutal, dude. <laughs> it was fucking, it was like going to joint. Yeah. I'm surprised. You know, honestly, I'm surprised I never have. Dude, I got my hood passed uh, in the 90s. <laughs> shit says vanilla girl. I thought I was old. <laughs> hey, that's what, what I, t- what I told Quincy. Uh, yeah. That's what, uh, yeah, right at. That's uh, <laughs> Quincy. I said something. Um, Quincy was like, uh, Vedarchy so black he sweats motor oil. And I said, No, I'm white. But my, I said, I'm white, but my ghetto pass says vanilla gorilla. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. The first, when I saw that, I, I, I didn't. I didn't fucking know if you were white or black, and it doesn't fucking matter. I was like, oh, yeah. fucking cool ass dude. He's away, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And I say that to go into everybody fucking freaking out about this whole Virginia shit, and everybody talking about how oh, it's fucking white supremacist and shit. I'm thinking to myself, well, this motherfucker's, you know, he's he's all up on this shit. How many fucking like African Americans, Hispanics, whatever, whatever the fuck Lots. you are, how many fucking people are like legitimately about this shit a lot yeah, that's what i'm saying yeah so they're they're out here spreading you know fucking fear-mongering spreading this shit like oh it's fucking yeah. white nationalism well there are a lot of, like rumored and i don't know if that's mainstream media but you know how antifa is and yeah we talked about this on my show last night they're gonna be there and you know although antifa's really violent and radical yeah I shared that to the group with the fucking Antifa yeah. siding with, you know, all this shit. And uh, shit. I saw someone else post, someone else posted on Instagram and they were like, oh, hey, uh, <laughs> for all you who think Antifa is actually siding with you, what they're actually doing is, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're doing cite that violence to be like, oh, well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna support you, but you're really a fucking white nationalist. We're gonna fucking, you know. There's your agent agent provocateurs right there. Yeah, yeah. If anybody, one, it's one gonna caveat. Be yeah. One caveat about that is that I know, like, 
I'm, I'm with you guys for the most part. But one thing though is that these, like, there are, and I'm not, don't, I don't know anybody want to get twisted. I'm not trying to defend these motherfuckers, but there are like different like chapters, you know, because it's like a, it's like a somewhat decentralized group, right? So there are different chapters of Antifa that they have. There's dudes that you know out in Portland that are wearing all black and they're smashing motherfuckers with bike locks and socks and shit. But there's also like, there are a bunch of leftist gun organizations like the John Brown Gun Club. And like the Socialist Rifle Association, like there are dudes out there that legitimately do believe in gun ownership. And it, yeah, it's on some Marxist fucking class warfare, you know, theory bullshit. But the point is that, I mean, I don't necessarily want to say that they're going to be there to start shit. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But I, I don't know, man. I think that it is, it is like kind of the libertarian or whatever you want to call it message. It's like, look, Instead of, you know, us bickering with each other all the time, like about, you know, fucking left and right, we all know that's bullshit. Like, we all need to be looking up, like, at the people in power to see who's oppressing us, actually. And they seem to kind of be on that message. And I'm not saying 100% sure that's what's going to happen, but I'm just saying that, like, it is a possibility that they are, like, being legit about it. That's all. It's possible, yeah. I just eyeball the shit out of <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> But I think that's, I think, you know, you're talking about us always arguing against each other. And, you know, we, we did that episode about the news and, you know, it's really easy to look at the news because they get so much wrong and say, oh, they're just incompetent, whatever. I think they're, I forget who it was that made the comment, but said that they're extremely competent. They're doing it on purpose. And I think that's 100% right. And I think that's why they're driving all this left versus right and, you know, to get everybody yeah, arguing with each other. Clicks. Well, to get clicks, but also to, the more that they can keep us arguing amongst ourselves and black and white and all the different races mad at each other, then they're, then we're all not, we're all looking at each other and we're not looking at what the people and power are doing 100 percent. No, it's just no, like it's all about divide and conquer yeah it's yep, like it this, whole, this whole trump thing they're like oh they're trying to get trump I'm like trump's part of it and like this whole impeachment yeah. shit if they really wanted to impeach him it had been done and over with this is all a show because look at look at what all got passed and signed while this stuff was going on dude it's, it's just it's window dress it's a shit show window dressing to, to distract from what's really going on and to yeah take that, to you take guys. that further I think I'm gonna end up doing a show on this. Take that further, you know, federal poli- you know, federal stuff. You, you're not gonna change shit there. You don't have the deep enough no. pockets. And then the more that they can get people focused on federal politics and ignoring state politics, then you get Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> you know, they can talk about this county, county. Um, um, sanctuary stuff in counties but you know if you listen to the 10th amendment center none of that stuff has a legal standing because the county the state can just dissolve the county legality aside like honestly if people aren't going to do it they're not going to fucking do it you know legality aside and that's an argument that i have an issue with is oh well that's not legal and all this shit and dude if i'm gonna fucking do it i'm gonna do it doesn't right. matter. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you problem is. Sorry, man. I was gonna say a lot no, of people. Well, well, my sheriff isn't gonna do this, and but you know, you listen yeah, to the speech. That. I'm like, yeah, but that dude's been enforcing NFA laws. He's been enforcing all mm-hmm. sorts of uh, of drug laws, that are, 
yeah, all that are already unconstitutional as shit. He just wants to stand up and say, well, I'm not going to follow this one. Yeah. But there was a couple of sheriffs, but like at the, if you listen to the entire speech, he just talked about how he's down with red flag laws. Yeah. No, man, my, my <laughs> sheriff, uh, my local sheriff actually has a history of being anti-gun, believe it or not. <laughs> They're politicians just like anybody else, Super. man. Well, yep. he, he's also got a lot of scandals surrounding him, too. Uh, he apparently bought <laughs> fucking, No, dude, he bought a fucking airplane. Um, it was a Cessna Caravan. Um, Ooh. That is a, at minimum, Twin engines, yeah, right? No, 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 single engine, but a used, it's oh, like okay. 300, I think, I can't remember if it was 300,000 or 3 million, but I know brand new, they're like 3 million, 300,000 probably used. Either way, he spent taxpayer. I got that my couch cushion. That motherfucker, like, they won't say, he won't say where the money came from. Um, it's obviously like it, it's it's registered in his name and all that shit. Um, Selling impounded drugs back to the cartel. Basically, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty. I'm ninety percent fucking. That's what the fuck's happened. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Eighty as the, you know, funny story here. The local sheriff that uh that uh when I got arrested, the local sheriff in my county that actually did my charges, one of the two anyway, he got fired. Um, something like, I think it was like maybe six months later, he got prosecuted for misappropriating and stealing county funds, um, from the county that did my fucking arrest. And this is also the county that seized all my shit and also the county that fucking, you know, prosecuted me. And oh, also cool story. So the fucking narcotics detective that did my case, not too long after that, that cocksucker, um, got fucking arrested for using the law enforcement gateway to sexually harass fucking potential confidential informants. Jesus. Like female ones. I yeah, fucking scum, dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking scum. Piece of that shit scum. A lot. But anyway, yeah, dude, people have no idea. But what I was going to say um, about that earlier that I wanted to throw in here before we moved on is that uh, one thing I think we need to be aware of is that, yes, our generation, we might be fully down to resist all these gun laws. The problem we have to worry about is attrition that happens later because what happens, you know, Sure, our generation knows what it's like to own guns. And we we know the value of that. What about like our kids, right? And they grow up in this fucking kind of anti-gun environment, and then eventually, after a few generations, people are just kind of like, "Oh, why do we need AR-15?" You know, that's what I'm worried about. I mean, the best thing you could do is, you know, I mean, I don't want to say train, but I guess the only word you can use is, you know, teach your kids, train your kids. Um, yeah, but we need numbers. You know, you know, right, but. At the same time, you know, your children are going to grow up to be individuals either way. So if they grow up not being okay with ARs, that's just is what it is. You know, like that's where the yeah. freedom thing comes in. Yeah, if my, if my kids grow up and they're like, you know, I fucking hate guns, whatever. Hey, you know, I love you anyway. You don't, you don't like guns, right. I need you. But it's very important that we teach anyway. And that's, that's what we're going to just have to start doing. Exactly. That's what I like what uh, Maj Ture is doing. You know, with all of his outreach yeah. and, and educating people, he's doing a really good thing there. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about kids and gun safety. My my biological son is now 10 years old, and he shot his first rifle at the age of five. You know, nice. dude. And he was dead on. He knows. I, I could leave my 
everyday carry sitting on the uh sitting on the counter loaded and he will not touch it he'll just be like hey dad you left it out i'm like okay that's good (laughs) you know and i'm trying you know i'm married into two of them and so uh it's been a process with trying to get everybody understand hey you know if you see this do not touch it you know because let's be honest no matter what you do if you carry a gun every day you're gonna make mistakes with it you're gonna yep i the the episode with uh um, Brent and uh, Matt with with uncensored tack, you know the uh, new gun owners. Was that mm-hmm. three of y'all? Yeah, yeah both yeah, both uh, different yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, I was so damn nervous. I'm like, you sounded good on it, man. But uh, yeah, you did. Like the 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 new gun owner episodes, you know, like even if you've been around it your entire life, you're you're still gonna make mistakes with it. So it's super important, like teach your kids, like hey don't do this you know like if you see it laying around just make me aware if anything don't go touch it <laughs> yeah yeah um, i was like man, i was the same way my dad started me out when i was six and that way he told me you know if, if you ever want to shoot or you ever want to see anything you come get me he goes if you go around behind my back and do it two things are going to happen one you're never touching them again second i'm gonna fuck you up no, right? <laughs> it's a true story, man. And I knew he meant it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Yeah. My, my old man too. It's a true fucking story right there. I think a lot yeah. of the, I've a lot of things that would help kids and that I think, you know, I don't have kids, but I'm, I'm an uncle to many. Um, okay. That counts. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it and, or not. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, is teaching teaching them responsibility and it doesn't just have to be guns it could just you know chores anything yeah mm-hmm. responsibility for anything giving them something to do and then that also gives them confidence yeah you know, if they know how to do things um yeah that just the more you know how to do the more confident you are just in life in general mm-hmm. well, it has a lot to do with where you're raising it too because like and Believe it or not, a lot of the far left crazy liberals that live around here are super pro gun. Like I know same thing with where I live. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I know a girl that's like super liberal. She's a feminist. Just I mean, almost like one of the people that you seen scream when Trump got elected. But she <laughs> would. I guarantee you that she would pick up an AR and get after it any day. So I think it's also. You know, a lot depending on where you're raised and you know what you're around. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. But uh, shit, we got off topic. <laughs> yeah, <we did. laughs> anyway, yeah, well. so um, you know, regardless of if you have a family or not, if shit kicks off, you know, you're either gonna fucking leave or you're not. And if you're not gonna leave, you need to have a fucking plan. Of what to do with your family, what to do with your home, and uh, like right now, I'm kind of I'm not in a horrible situation, you know. I've uh, I'm in an apartment, second floor, so it gives me good overview of everything. There's nobody above me. The dude below me is hardly ever home, and 
I've got a 300 pound fucking marble slab table <laughs> for a fucking dining room table that I can throw up in front of the door if I need to. <laughs> you know, like crazy shit. <laughs> like if shit ever got that bad, I know that it's just it's done. <laughs> I guess I'll uh, I'll wheel my uh, my snap on tool chest and put it in front of the front door. <laughs> oh man, you can't do that. How much money you got in that thing? For real, a lot. I'm not working on cars. Dude, I dive in front of bullets before I got my toolbox get fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh any of y'all got anything to say about that like what would what would you do what wouldn't you do like what's what do you think would be best in that kind of scenario shit popping off and you having to stay home well if, if you don't already have a place to go set up probably the best thing you could be to do is stay in place shelter in place um yep because if you don't, if you don't already have a pre-planned thing or property or things like that, where are you going to go? Exactly. Um, you go camping in the woods until it, you know, that, that doesn't work. Yeah. Well, my question is, let's define this a little bit more. So I, sorry if I interrupted you. I no, 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 go ahead. Talking. Um, so are we talking about martial law? Or are we talking about the boot kicks off and you're in your house and everything's going on around you because I, I, I'm down to answer this question. I just don't know what context we're talking either, about. Either scenario because martial law is pretty much going to be the same thing. You know, they're going to come around doing like they did with Katrina, comes getting guns and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's one of my fears is that something's going to kick off in Virginia tomorrow. I hope it doesn't, but that's my fear. Something's going to kick off and then that's going to happen. Yeah. No, that that that's why I wanted to do this episode, um, because it could go either way. You know, shit kicks off in Virginia, and then other states are like, "Oh well, we're gonna fucking jump on this and enforce whatever the fuck." And now you've got martial law in your hands, are going around confiscating guns and what have you, or shit actually kicks off and everybody's fucking firebombing every goddamn thing yeah. around you. I think you should always have an evacuation plan. I think that's probably on up there on the top of the list yeah and if you and everybody in your family right good everybody in your family should know it too yes yes absolutely yeah um as it, far as i mean that's just the evacuation plan honestly is number one like you, you need to have at least an escape route if you've got nothing else to do sometimes you might not have anywhere to go you just got to get out you know yeah yep Sometimes you can't, but here's a, here's a question, you know, like JP was saying, well, so what do you do if you can't get out? What's next? And that's, that's really what, like, what I wanted to talk about because, like I've said, I've got five kids. Um, we have shared custody. So all of them are with their other parents right now. If shit happens, well, except for one of them, but if shit goes down and I can't get to the other ones, and I've got to hunker down here for a little bit, you know, it's like, <clears throat> what the fuck am I going to do? I, I've, got a, I've, I've got a fucking little 18 year old beater and a goddamn Dodge Caravan. No, it really dude. fucking is like it hundred <laughs> percent. Those, uh, those fold and go storage uh, areas. 
Hell there you yeah. go. <laughs> that's, that's the shit right there, man. You, you rig a harness just like for a helicopter, so you sling them side doors open. I've seen some shit. You know, it sucks. All those side doors won't open if uh, if, if you're uh, rolling down the road. So now you got jam open. Yeah, yeah. Do that shit by hand. None of the kids are strong enough to do that yet. <laughs> yeah, you just take a screwdriver and in the, in the just you're driving. Look it. <laughs> but that like. Like that, that's a legit concern of mine because, you know, I've got my ex lives probably 20, 30 minutes away. And uh, my, my stepkids, their dad lives probably 30 minutes away, 20, 20, 30 minutes away. So I'm stuck with this. If shit kicked off right now, what the fuck am I going to do? Am I going to leave this house to go find them? And hopefully they're at their house and answering their phones and shit. Or am I just going to sit here and wait and for them to call me and be like, hey, we're here. We're at this location. Can you come get us? Well, I guess what's your relationship? I guess you'd have to assess what your relationship is like with um, the other custodians of those kids. Well, is it, I mean, they, them. Good enough relationship where you could talk about it, develop a plan. And that that's that's another area where it gets like sketchy because, Yeah. You can have that relationship, you can have that talk, but it honestly comes down to the, unfortunately, the political mindset of it. And they're, you know, they can be like, oh no, you're just crazy. You're fucking, you're like, you you, you just listen to too much Alex Jones, <laughs> you know, shit like that. And there ain't no such thing. They, no, really, there's not. That, that dude is seriously my fucking spirit <laughs> animal. <laughs> but, Conversation over. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like, yeah, eventually, that, that's that. That's one issue. You know, what if I have to leave this house and go get them? Um, what if I like, I'm stuck here. Do I have the fortifications necessary? Do I have the provisions necessary? Do I have enough food for, let's say, minimum three days? Do I have enough fucking ammo? Because water. Yeah, water. water definitely. Don't forget water. water. Yeah, way to, water is a thing. big thing. And a way to uh, Here, clean water. Here's, yeah. yeah, here's the thing, Ghost. Number one, water's easy. Get a get a container of pool shock. You know that powdered fucking yep. chlorine shit? You yeah. Can, okay, use that. There's formulas online where you can figure out how much you need to purify a gallon of water. It's not very much. You can purify thousands of gallons of water with that. And then just having like a, like a piece of muslin not like a you know like an Arab person you chopped up <laughs> like an actual piece of muslin cloth M muslin <laughs> yeah muslin cloth that'll get rid of all your particulates but here's the thing man i don't know dude I, I maybe somebody else has some better insight in this but i think there's really not much you can do without some kind of planning beforehand yeah well that's that, that's, that's like like the planning beforehand it, it it takes the other the other parents to be like oh yeah we can do that you know, but yeah, let, let's just like hypothetically, let's, let's allegedly say that they, <laughs> they refuse to, you know, acknowledge that fact that if something happens that, you know, this is what we're going to do. Right. Or, you know, you know, we can just scratch this whole part of it and we can just go straight into like, what are you going to do at home? If you, if you're staying home because you can't leave for whatever reason, what are you doing outside of the, the food, water? ammo what have you i'm trying to build relationship with uh, relationships neighbors with yeah neighbors absolutely yeah. yeah 
because there there's no one man show in this scenario. Um, there ain't. 100%. I, I don't I don't outright talk about this with my neighbors, but unfortunately where I live, I don't think that there's a whole lot of shooters. Me neither. I've seen a couple <laughs> Yeah, I've seen a couple dudes uh when I'm walking my pity. And uh I've seen a couple guys with some with sleeves and I can see a bulge in their waistband and we just kind of smile and nod to each other. Like, What's up, brother? And it's kind of like, which, when stuff kicks off, we'll be looking for each other. Right. See, all, all mine are cancer, so I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. The only neighbor I know about um, who does anything, he bow hunts. So that's kind of, that can, I mean, that can help because it's a valuable resource right it's there. It's quiet, but he's also super super fucking status, status? <laughs> uh, yeah. like super i'm i'm we were standing outside one day and, and we were talking and i was like i wonder how much they'd like i wonder how if they'd be pissed off if i did if i just you know pulled my bow out and tried to zero it right there and he was like oh well you know they'd probably get pretty mad you know that's legal i was like mm. all right yes i'm asked take my guns <laughs> yeah what the fuck? I don't know, dude. I think I think one of the first things you would want to do, you know, like you said, you know, build relations with your neighbors, but you should already be doing that anyway. I think your next step is to fortify your house with whatever materials that you have. You know, it doesn't it doesn't take a whole lot to fortify a home. Unless you want to fortify it with a what is it? Line the exterior with fucking AR five hundred steel. <laughs> I mean, oh, what was that? Or uh, angry Play-Doh. Yeah, angry yes, Play-Doh. Angry Play-Doh. <laughs> was it that that sheets of uh, polycarbonate? Uh, that pretty cheap. The stuff like, uh, like um, I think I posted a, a link in, um, in some, uh, but you can get like the bulletproof polycarbonate, like the stuff that they've got in the gas stations. Yeah, and uh, it's really cheap and really light. You use that. Hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> use sandbags because as soon as if they ever get shot, then all the sand's gonna leak out. And yeah. Do uh, like I said I'm yeah, just that fucking three hundred pound marble slab table I have in front there of the fucking go. door. Besides, <laughs> doesn't it safer in the house too? You can build crates and fill it with rocks. Yeah, rocks. <laughs> Tesco basket. Yeah. Yep. It's basically a poor man Tesco basket. Yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. it. You guys ever? Um, there's one book called Survivors. Because um, you know that that whole shit hit the fan stuff's been popular for like ten years. Yeah, a while. That's two thousand eight, um, longer than that. But there's one book I think it's called Survivors, and uh, of course it's fiction. But there's a lot of uh, there's a there's a lot of interesting information ideas about in that. I think they run survival blog. Uh, they got like a forum or whatnot. I forgot where I was going with that. I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> <sighs> that happens to me a lot. Don't worry. Squirrel. Yeah. Uh, All right, guys. I fucking. I just put together a new rifle today, and I was I got these hand guards on sale. These Magpul ones. Yeah. Man, they are fucking ugly. Oh my god! <laughs> this thing's like it sticks out way past the fucking gas block, man. It's like this thing looks fucking retarded. But 
sorry. I, I'm derailing y'all's fucking podcast. Um, anyway, no, you're good, dude. Uh, look, you're good. Uh, look, you look, one, like one a, thing people need to understand: this podcast is no structure right now. <laughs> it's a show. I'm good. I'm nothing. in a good place. <laughs> yeah. So about ghosts. Second show. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. so about ghosts, ghosts, and rebellions. Um, uh, so, a question for you then: Do you live in like a suburban area? Is it an urban area? Like, how would you describe it? So the area I live in is, uh, it's kind of a mix of both. You know, I've got, mm -hmm. I've got a um, county park right across the street and I'm surrounded by um, protected swampland. So okay. it's pretty, it's not rural by any means, but it's not like, it, it's like suburban, but like on the verge of rural suburban. You know, because if I go five minutes gotcha. up the road, it's all fucking horse farms and crazy shit like that. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, maybe the best way you have to sell this to your family or your, you know, in-laws or I guess ex-in-laws, you guys have hurricanes and shit and other types of disasters and whatnot. Maybe instead of saying like, hey, if the boot kicks off, before I start going body and fucking suit, boys, here's what we do. <laughs> no, no, the way you sell it, is like look there's all kinds of natural disasters so any kind of like panic or social unrest or whatever like you know if there's a real bad hurricane or a flood we all can meet up here and then like find a spot that's like outside of the city where you know y'all can meet up at that's my idea yeah, that's a good fucking idea i mean we hardly ever evacuate for hurricanes but that's a really fucking good idea it never hurts to have a plan fair enough case. Yeah, you just say you yeah, know yeah. if we needed to in case yeah. of emergencies or things like that. Or if you can't get a hold of me in an emergency, this is where you go. Or no, that that's actually that's a really fucking then good you plan. Don't even have to mention you don't have to mention any of that. Yeah, I feel like everyone these days, especially within the last you know few months, is pretty privy to the fact that th this shit is eventually going to happen. It's just NPR a matter of when. Well, yeah, right? Because, well, according to NPR, <laughs> we're all fucking white nationalists. <laughs> oh, yeah, race war, race war. Dude, dude I thought see, that was hilarious that oh, so they used fucking Pat's clip. <laughs> I know, wasn't that, wasn't that the one when they were on BTV? Nah, that was Pat's own podcast. That's one of his early ones. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, the, I'm like the, if Pat had a museum, I'm the curator, basically. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Did you guys see that meme I posted with Samuel L. Jackson? He's uh, like, like Boogaloo. Oh, yeah. He's like, I can't wait till this kicks off. And he says, White nationalist. Yeah, I can't wait to have the race. And he looks at him he's like, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> People are posting <laughs> that same thing, but when the, uh, the like fat guys from the 80s, he's like, We were bad, but we're good now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you, you talking about the bow hunter. That reminds me. Uh, you, a lot of people don't realize a lot of people are joking about the boot too i mean it oh, dude. but it's but they, have you seen like they have like boogaloo class like it's almost like the magic cards or, or <laughs> yeah and there's that one yeah. like the cut choose your theory. fighter yeah, cut, uh, the, the canuck boys yeah and then the, the one that's like midwestern boog boys and it's like the bow hunters dude i'm picking alex jones yep. like like full-on full-on uh Fucking super male vitality, Alex Jones. Yeah, he is so crazy, but he has been right about so much shit. Dude. The scariest club. Yeah. I can't, I can't tell if he's a limited hangout that's gone way too far or what. <laughs> he's just. Some, I think he's an op, dude, honestly. 
I think yeah. it started out as like legit, like really, really legit. But I think yeah. what's going on now, as time has passed, is that uh, he's just been, you know, control. control dude's so, so, super yeah. so how do we explain uh, Matt Groening? creator of the simpsons because the simpsons have been responsible for a lot of fucking predictions too <laughs> oh, yeah. i know isn't that weird they, you yeah. remember, y'all remember that fucking episode they had where uh trump was president and shit yep and lisa had to come in to fix everything afterwards <laughs> yep <laughs> what the fuck man they did a insane. fucking halloween episode with trump yeah 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 about that um but yeah i, I mean like south part between yeah, South Park is the shit. <laughs> Those guys don't give a damn. No. Uh, they get away with everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially sure. with the fucking Korea shit. Yeah. <laughs> and China. I, is that, yeah, that's what it was. It was China, not North Korea. What the fuck am I talking about? Sorry, what is guys. it? Call what me was it? Uh, I'm kind of retarded. What was it? Uh, Matt Stone was like, I hate conservatives, but I fucking hate liberals. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I get that. I don't like either one of them either. Yeah, fuck um, them all. Basically, it's funny to talk to people at work. Cause, uh, one of my first interactions with someone at work the other day was this fucking, this fucking boomer. Like, and he's 100% <laughs> fucking, no, dude, he's 100% fucking boomer status. He's got a fucking NRA flag. He has a straight NRA fucking flag on the back of his toolbox. On like Negotiating rights away. Right. I'm and speechless. like, so we're talking and he's like, oh, just hang in there, blah, 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 this and that. I was like, I was bitching to him about how much I fucking, like, like everybody I've talked to here fucking hates it. And he's like, yeah, I've been here only because of this, that, and blah. And somehow we got on to like, he started bitching about fucking Hispanics. <laughs> now they're ruining his area. And I was just like, all right, we're done here. <laughs> it was fucking horrible. It's like, who do you think we got hey. Florida from? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> They were here before we was. They were here first. Uh, just ignore the Seminoles. Fuck them. Yeah, right. Oh, true. Good point. Well, the, yeah, Seminoles were there first. They were some fucking OG insurgents, man. The Seminoles was. Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, them dudes. Up. That's true. The Spanish came in and fucked with them. And then... Yeah. Well, the, the Seminoles. Dude, they like... were... Sorry, go ahead. They were just, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. But them, them dudes were just murking fucking colonists and shit left and right. I mean, like, they would, like, the U.S. Army and the Spanish Army would go, like, chase them into the swamp. And then, like, you just hear, like, fucking screams and shit coming from the fucking swamp. Like, dude, bro, those dudes are fucking gangsters. I mean, oh, really. no shit, dude. The old like, they were boys. fucking straight up just gangsters. And then, no fuck given. like, I literally grew up with the fucking Hard Rock Casino, like, down the All street. Right. Where it was, it was, and it was called the Seminole Hard Rock Casino, and they fucking owned it. Huh. The Seminole tribe owned it, and one of their their biggest fucking profit was the goddamn fucking cigarette stand. It was a drive through <laughs> fucking cigarette stand. You drive through, you buy a fucking, you buy five cartons of cigarettes for yeah, like, like a fraction of the fucking price, and that was their fucking profit right there. And I grew up with that shit like down the road because my grandmother and my fucking grandfather were going to do that shit all the time. We'd be in the car and we're like, hold on, got to stop real quick. And we'd go through the fucking drive-thru. It was like a fucking, it was, it was a legit drive-thru. Like you roll up and like, Hey, I need five cartons of this. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking crazy. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's back point, either way. <laughs> at one point at Fort Stewart, there was a drive-through class six. Oh no, shit! We got those. Uh, um, what do they? We never had that castles. We got beverage castles down here. Um, and it's a sounds like fucking. It's all it is a drive-through. You buy fucking alcohol, fucking groceries. <laughs> that's awesome. It's crazy. So oh, yeah. So yeah, the Seminoles were were murking colonists back in the day, and now they're murking that paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's exactly <laughs> what they're fucking doing. <laughs> murking them my, pockets. Uh, <laughs> my my homeboy Nick, who's like my co-host on the, my my part-time co-host on the podcast, um, he and he's the one that does all the sound and shit, and he's the reason the show sounds so good. He uh, actually he's done a lot of work on Indian reservations and shit like that because he's from New York, and you know they got hella reservations up there and he's like found out really all this interesting shit that's like you know maybe living on government fucking subsidies and shit ain't really all that good for people and like these like you know if you take money from the bia or department or whatever it is now there's all kinds of rules like you can't own land you can't do this you can't do that so it like keeps all these people fucking like basically locked in poverty it's pretty fucking crazy really oh yeah i had a friend that i was in the army with and um, they were always giving him and his sister, because his sister was in the army too. They're always giving them crap about how, you know, you guys love the res and, you know, res life and all that stuff. It's crazy, man. And they, the they, yeah, they crap on anyone that tries to get away from it. And every single one of them are all back on the reservation. <laughs> I have a buddy Nothing. Who, uh, who was Dude, in with me. I'll, the same same fucking thing like he's i think he's like majority native american um i can't remember what tribe it was but he would go off on fucking um go off on leave go do fucking peyote for five fucking days and come back and there wasn't a goddamn thing they could do about it religious experience yeah but uh as far as i know he hasn't had to deal with like people acting like that towards him yeah I guess it depends. Like they're all from like Billings, Montana, too. <laughs> it's, I guess it's different depending yeah. where you're at. Yeah, I mean it's huge. That's yeah. like the upside. Billings, Montana is probably not a bad area to be in if that stuff kicks off. <laughs> no. Nah, that's I mean, where it's at. Yeah. We're uh, we're waiting to find out a bunch of shit, but uh, hopefully. We can get everything worked out, the wife and I, to uh, move somewhere closer to like something like that, you know, mountains, what have you, anything, something a little further away from the fucking city. Ohio? Really? Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. No, No, dude. I don't know shit about Ohio. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) <laughs> no actually the cool thing is like number one you're close to the appalachians the ship does kick off yeah number two i'm from that i'm from the appalachian foothills so i'm like your i'm like your fucking indian guy down there uh okay. number three is is that uh land's cheap as fuck gun laws are halfway decent um the weed laws kind of suck but you know it's the problem is ohio of course is like full of fucking status bootlickers it's full of military veterans um which ain't such a bad thing it's kind of nice to like run into dudes most places that are, you know, similar backgrounds. But the flip side of that, 
they're all fucking super fucking cop cheerleaders and shit, which, hey, no surprise. I mean, the state looks like a fucking badge. What do you expect? But, uh, yeah, it ain't that bad. That's why I'm trying to get uh, get up to North Georgia area because the area I'm looking there you at, go. it's like a couple miles from the National Forest. And I've been all up in there. Like, I'll go in that. I can get me and my wife in that forest and disappear. Okay, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, it sucks because, like I said, I'm, I'm surrounded by fucking, you know, state protected swamps, which I have no problem going into. Um, and then across right. the street, there's another fucking park with a giant lake on it. And there's fucking deer everywhere. I've actually seen more deer around my house than I have hunting. Which is pathetic. <laughs> but, uh, you need to get dude, you a fan dude. boat, dude. No shit, man. There you go. I just I can't do anything with it. But uh, because well, it, like it's it's a legit fucking swamp, swamp. Like oh, yeah. there's fucking cypress everywhere. Oh, okay. um, so I can there. walk through it, but yeah, fucking fan boat ain't going through it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's I not gonna you. happen. I got you. I had the wrong, had the wrong picture. <laughs> no, you're, you're thinking of South Florida Everglades. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm more central, but uh, okay, you can get like, you a good place to put a cache, dude. I could fucking, I could do some shit, man. <laughs> There's plenty of fucking places up here. My other option is uh, like we have a cabin up in Ocala, which uh, yeah. Ocala National Forest. That's a big fucking place, but it's there's people all up in it all the time. You know, I was sitting in yeah. a stand one morning, and uh, I, I watched two dudes fucking walking straight past me about 75 yards they didn't even see me no, there's fucking people everywhere up there <laughs> but no i think Fuck that. I'm, I'm staying in my area i think that honestly that's my best bet yeah because i'm on that verge of rural i just want to get further away from atlanta i just oh, want to get yeah, further away from people in general <laughs> Atlanta people in general, whatever. If you're in the ghettos of Atlanta and when the boot kicks off, you might be in pretty good shape. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Gone, yeah. That's why that's, so, that's why you never see a that's why you never see an Antifa in downtown Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because they, they'd all be fucking dead by now. They ain't playing that shit. Nah. Nope. It's the same reason they never go to fucking downtown Tampa. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in that courthouse I don't know how many times and hmm. there's either always a fucking preacher dude standing outside yelling and screaming about how everybody's going to hell or <laughs> um some fucking you know, ghetto dude standing out there and being like, Hey, the fuck you looking at? You will never fucking see Antifa. <laughs> You will never see those motherfuckers. Mm-mm. Like I said, I I grew up in the fucking hood, so I'm used to dealing with that shit. Those motherfuckers, you know, I know how to look at them. I guess yeah. you know to say the least, because that's all it is. It's a fucking. It's how you carry yourself. It's it's a look. Yeah, and uh, they got more in like penitentiary. Yeah, that's exa- they got, exactly. <laughs> they got more in common with good old boy rednecks than they think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly, and they they found that out when uh. Well, you know, with me growing up, they 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 found that out. Because you know, believe it or not, <laughs> fucking, I'm probably ninety percent fucking redneck. 
<laughs> same you know what I find stuff. hilarious? We just want to be left the hell alone, man. Exactly. <laughs> just leave me the fuck alone, bro. Yeah. Just yeah. be on your way. Leave me yeah. the fuck alone. We all hate cops. We all hate government. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> we all like weed. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. And those, those, <laughs> or, those three things can get you very far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. But what's funny is that poor, uh, poor white people and poor black people culturally have a ton in common, man. Like the type of music that we all listen to, the type of fucking like clothes that we all wear, um, mannerisms, kind of customs, and like uh, you know, saying like like language, like vernacular and shit. It's really it's funny that how similar these two groups are, and the media, of course, spends so much time trying to trying to tell everybody that they're actually so different, but they're really not. Oh yeah, dude, hundred percent. That, that's why they want to keep them hating each other. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will. I will say this though: the one thing I cannot fucking stand. Number well, two things. One is these fucking um, these good old boy rednecks who want to wear their fucking boots stuck in, or wear their boots with their pants tucked in. I can't fucking stand that. that yeah, that's the fuck out of me. <laughs> right, yeah. I, dude. I straight. Up, I saw one dude. He he was he was sagging his shit, wearing skinny jeans, and was wearing fucking work boots over him. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is what this, fuck? man? And then, uh, the dudes were driving fucking their jacked up trucks blaring fucking trap music i'm like yeah, that, that doesn't know, that doesn't bother me as much but it's the, still like what the fuck bro are the trucks squatted too that just kind of plays into what i was talking about man that there really is this kind of cultural confluence there it's kind of funny well yeah was it um i think it was hotel with it posted yeah it might have been it might have been him or maj talking about like old school rap was about dealing drugs yeah and new school rap was about doing drugs yeah <laughs> we ain't his, we're not the same bro <laughs> no that's all it is man and i'm like yeah it's like uh the, that thug life man they're agorists yeah it's 100 voluntarism yeah. <laughs> Libertarian yeah. didn't even know it. <laughs> we wouldn't have to call drugs if they were all legal, but that's a different subject for a different day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck. Uh, anybody got anything about, else? I think we've talked about everything but what we were here to talk about. That's right. <laughs> well, dude, that's what, what we were here to talk about. <laughs> what to do in home case defense. you have to fucking stay home. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. We, I mean, you gotta it kind of uh, is what it is, you know. Run up, get done up. That's For real. Yeah. <laughs> main thing is basically. Yeah, I mean, the main thing is get your plan together right now. It's most you can do, man. But you gotta get a, you gotta get Boko on here, dude, because he's actually got some pretty slick ideas for kind of like area uh, denial. Weapons. He was supposed to be on here. Oh, um, fuck him. But uh, I don't, I don't know what, what happened? happened with that. I don't know. He's kind of he's pretty busy, dude. So, no, I get it, know. dude. I don't I don't give a fuck either way. Like I said, this this whole right, thing, right. this is the second show. I appreciate each and every one of you for coming on here. Um, hey, glad to do it, man. Yeah, I think one good uh, to talk about area denial weapons. Wouldn't that be like an arsenal uh, shotgun with a drum mag? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like mouse traps with shotgun shells and a nail. That, you know what? That's what I was thinking, man. Put them bitches like line the stairs with them. <laughs> yeah, put them in your front yard, bury them a little bit. Mm -hmm. Dude, I got I got an awesome Ace Hardware down the street from me. Yeah. <laughs> like every time I go in there, I'm like, mm. <laughs> do they sell copies of the Anarchist Cookbook? Um, no, but they should. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man. I think I you remember, guys, I remember when, I rem- when I was a kid, I swear I remember seeing like an early edition of that in my dad's toolbox at home. It's hilarious. <laughs> I still have a copy of it, allegedly. But I remember, to... I remember having a conversation with him and he goes, well, I've been a libertarian for a long time. I'm like, really? You look bastard. Well, I didn't know this. You know, we don't, my parents have been divorced for a long time and I haven't lived with them a long time. We're good. We're cool. I got you. We're like super tight, but we're cool. He's right. Cool. He's a good dude. But, uh, yeah. Um, I was like, well, how come we've never talked about this? And he goes, well, you just got to figure it out for yourself or you'll never learn it. He's got a very good point there. Yeah. He's like saying, he goes, he goes, I didn't want you going in the army like I did either. He's like, but you know what that shit's about now too, don't you? I'm like, yeah. He's like, it's <laughs> don't all. Don't we all? He goes, it's I can't all believe that y'all talked me into getting on here with a bunch of army dudes. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you can go Marines. hang out with those lame ass Marines if you want. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I tell people the only difference between Army and Marines is that we can read the flavor of the crayon. This would be true. This would be fun. There is, yeah. There was one big difference. The Army at least tries to preserve some type of semblance of like class and culture. The Marines don't give a fuck about that. Okay, so you're on patrol, right? In 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 fucking, you know, on Hyphen Street in Baghdad or something. One pop shot goes off, ricochets off the lead truck. The Army, fire, return to fire a couple shots, call it in, be done. The Marines will dump a full 50 cal, a full Mark 19, and every single one of these guys will be on about 25% ammo hey, for one pop shot. Because reasons. Captain Insano shows no mercy. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the whole point of Marines What's for that? fucking shock and awe anyway. Yeah, yeah, I ain't mad at I ain't mad at you guys nothing. I I actually prefer that a little better, but um, that Thank is you, uh, the one key difference. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm friends with a bunch of Marines for a reason, <laughs> dude. No shit, like every fucking friend I've had in the last five years has been a fucking Marine until just recently. I'm not even yeah, like because they all thought I was a fucking Marine. I'm like, nah, bro. I'm the pogas Army, whatever the fuck I was. Aircraft electrician. <laughs> I didn't even know what my job was half the time because, like, I was constantly getting pulled off the airfield. They had me work in the fucking gym for six months because they laid off all the stuff. Imagine my that. shock. <laughs> well, that's it was cool because I, I got ripped as fuck. But oh yeah, the, the, be- <laughs> the best job I ever had in the army. I was an intel guy, but the best job I ever had in the army was uh, being a lifeguard. No, oh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only time I ever volunteered for something. They're like, who was the worst job you guys ever had? What's up? What was the worst job you guys ever had? The worst job? Yeah. Oh, you talking the army or otherwise? The army. Army? The internship I did at CID. Every time I had fucking CQ, it was on my birthday. Full room in CO. (laughs) 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 And I was in charge of four specialists as a fucking pfc oh that's a nice setup yeah because they were all retarded uh, well i mean yeah they're fucking specialists uh <laughs> dude, the one thing e4 mafia gets <laughs> fucks. that's right oh, they were all retarded before that <laughs> one of them actually came in on a waiver oh. which was surprising to me considering the job oh yeah fucking aircraft yeah no, you gotta probably had to waiver. have it come on dude Okay. <laughs> I checked the tools and okay. I had the junior fucking Marines for like a year and it was so fucking retarded. 
like they didn't know when anything was they didn't know where it went they would like one person would check it out and somebody else would try to bring it back and they don't even know who checked it out in the first place just a fucking <laughs> they're like you're all fucking <laughs> go away come back later and figure it out i've got some um, stories for that shit <laughs> Oh, that's that's like when I worked at BMW, we had the BMW tools and stuff, and ain't nobody ever put that shit back. Nope, and they never will. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, not, so not just it the military. Taking, yeah, it was like, why? What's taking so long? I'm like, I can't find the fucking tool that I need because some dipshit didn't pull it back. And they, dude, it's, it's the same thing where I'm at now. It's your fault when the tool got lost. You know what I mean? We, we had yeah. a whole fucking tool room full of like specialty tools and shit, and there's probably 90% of the time you can't find the right fucking tool to do anything. So looking back, like, Oh, you're about to blow this flat rate. What's taking so long? I'm like, I don't know where the fuck this tool is. And nobody else seems to know. Where it tool is box. Either, so. And then when you find it, it doesn't fucking work. And then they get mad at you because yep. the tool doesn't work when they want yep. the funding to buy the fucking tool. Yeah. It's probably it's the funny, shop man. toolbox anyway. And then they said the class is right. going to figure it out. So now you're out here with, Three stupid PFCs, a kind of smart Lance Corporal, <laughs> and then a Corporal that doesn't even give a shit. And then you have a Sergeant that's just been being a dickhead. So it's just it's fun. Yeah, it's good times. Uh, oh God, sure. my uh, my least favorite my least favorite duty was uh, teaching combat lightsaber classes. And uh, you know that was like when I first started, it was my favorite thing to do because I'm like a teacher anyway. It's kind of like my thing, right? And these motherfuckers, oh my god, dude! Like, not only would we get guys from our unit, but they would they would put together like ad hoc classes for like National Guard units and stuff like that. And for some reason, their fucking medics couldn't handle the training. But anyway, point here is that I would get training. motherfuckers couldn't handle actually actually doing the training. Like, wow. you know, like they apparently didn't have any right exactly. So really, I got motherfuckers. Seriously, I got motherfuckers out. literally that with that. I said, bro, it's crack out. Right. <laughs> but I got on the fuckers that would literally couldn't handle fucking like taking paws or like checking for breathing or like just the most fucking basic shit. And it's like, dude, if you can't fucking get, get a grab of this, like how am I going to teach you how to do needle decompression? For real, man. Yeah. That's, that's fucking stupid. Like that shit is not they, hard at all. They pass them anyway. Of course they do, because it looks good on paper. Dangerous. <laughs> right. After after I no go to and they'd override my shit and be like, Yeah, we're gonna pass them anyway. Oh, I know. Yeah. Cause they they need they need that shit to look good on paper. So we gotta check know. that box. Yeah. Yeah. OER, had, yep. yep. I had so many of my soldiers that were combat lifesaver qualified. Yep. Yeah, it's stupid. Ugh. <laughs> How the fuck long have we been recording now? I do want to say, oh, go ahead. I was say the worst job I ever did was being an intern. Was the internship I did for CID, <laughs> and I'm not a Fed now. So my my brother, mm-hmm. um, he signed up and did. went in as a uh, wheeled vehicle mechanic, and actually wound up working for CID, <laughs> which I don't quite understand. But he yeah. has they never pull. actually done his job, and now he has since reclassed to a generator mechanic, like mm. a full on those big like mm-hmm. you know fucking plant generator. Power pack. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> What's well, funny is so like here's a- how this works. Um, I'll just say this real quick. Sorry, man, I didn't cut you off. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you know how we have motor pool Mondays, right? Yep. I did. Okay, 
So they, the reason, <laughs> at least I believe the reason that shit happened is because they pull all the wheel mechanics off of doing their actual fucking jobs, make us do it and have them do other shit, man. Like they would have like the wheel, wheel mechanics fucking like do all kinds of dumb shit that was definitely not in their fucking job description. So and as a result, none of the maintenance gets done. So then we have to do it. Ours was always on Friday uh, afternoons. Oh, really? So we'd be down there, like, you know, get down there. Uh, well, they straight did that to six, fuck you over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're <laughs> dicks. we get down there, like, 1,600. Um, you know, oh, I'm not going to do, do Army time. Fuck that. Um, four o'clock in the afternoon. And then making sure, you know, because my truck was straight. And, you know, I've, I've talked about that. But um, they sweeping sweeping the dirty air out from underneath your vehicles and <laughs> doing pulling anything out the Connex and putting it all back in there three or four times and yep. then gear layout. Yeah, then we got to wait on the company commander because he had to give the weekend safety brief. But his ass. Company was commander like, did it. Yeah, it was dumb. He liked to hear himself talk. But apparently. If douche, but um, <laughs> yeah, dining commander was always off left at like noon to go play golf, but uh, of course he did, but yeah, and then we'd be out there and it'd be like six o'clock and we've all been standing around waiting for an hour. And he finally shows up, he's like, All right, y'all have a good weekend. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> Oh, shit. and then hit up that class six for that. Uh, they always had MGD draft 18 packs for six bucks. Nah, man. Oh, yeah. You guys I never hit fucking class six. I always went off post. Shit was cheaper. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> in Colorado, it was anyway. Oh, well, I'm sure there. Like for us, I was in Hinesville, Georgia, man. That's like the taint of the South. Yeah. They didn't, yeah, have, yeah. They didn't it ain't have like liquor, that in Texas. Yeah, they didn't have a liquor store in town. <laughs> Jesus. I had to drive all the way down to Savannah to do that but the class six it was some old retired sergeant major who he was actually pretty cool but it was cheap super there's three uh, oh i'm sorry there was four you guys remember military special oh yeah the vodka <laughs> the vodka yeah. the rum <laughs> they had yeah they had they had like fucking gin and shit too or something yeah like that, the gin was and it was horrible yeah, I don't dude, it all that. tasted the same. Like, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> At least you could tell, you could tell the difference between the vodka and the rum, but the gin was just god, yeah. dude. That shit was bad. Well, it was Stop. all the same. It was all the same stuff. It just had uh, different coloring. Food coloring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went Remember? to the reserves after um, some of the time in or whatever, and my little reserve mm-hmm. was on the National Guard base in South Carolina. And they had a the PX or whatever you guys call it. I don't know the little store. Yeah. Whatever. And that military mm-hmm. special vodka, and it was like a tall ass bottle. It was like six dollars, dude. We bought that shit one night, and we were all sick for like three days. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, you light that shit on fire and just do dangerous things with it. Oh yeah. Well, they hell like, yeah. Like the one because I could walk to the classics from my barracks, which was <sighs> dangerous. But they'd have big things like uh, Smirnoff. Not the handle, but the, I guess, 750 or liter. Mm-hmm. They'd be like 10 bucks for some. I mean, yeah, that's not bad. No, it was, it was, it was actually pretty cheap. But then you'd be like, it'd be about payday and you drink it all away. So you're like scrounging for change to go buy airplane bottles <laughs> <laughs> and a burrito. 
That, that military <laughs> special was just straight hate and discontent in like every bottle I'd ever had. Absolutely. It was, it, it was the type of shit, you know, it was always the type of shit that motherfuckers would drink if like they just, the type of dudes that would just kind of sit around in the barracks all weekend she had to watch out for. Like dudes that were so broke they literally couldn't afford to go anywhere. Oh, the bear like, trap. That, that's what that that's what that drink reminded me of is just depression and fucking misery and just being stuck in one goddamn place because you oh, can't just, afford to leave. It's just uh, was it Ron uh Ron White was talking about that we drink the scotch he drinks on stage. He goes, this isn't that fancy stuff. This is that stuff that people drink when they just gave up on life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true, man. Well, anybody else uh, stay on this shit? Nah, I gotta go anyway. I'm gonna fucking. Yeah. I'm gonna try to go hit the range. My day off. Lucky. I don't Actually, think I'm gonna make it down to Virginia. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't think so, man. I'm gonna oh, have to drive all night if I do, and I really can't yeah. afford to. So I'm gonna have to bail, unfortunately. Which now <laughs> I feel like a douchebag because I basically said all week I was gonna try to go, and now I'm not. Nah, dude. Uh, you know, it's better you. Uh, you do what's best for you on this case. Um, it's either. To be perfectly well, I mean, honest, I'd rather I'd rather see you not go in case shit does fucking go down. Well, you know, I don't hey, think. True. I, I really don't. I, I, I don't think anything will something. happen. But if it does, it'll be. It'll, it'll be, be a little minimal thing, and they'll yeah. try to blow it out of proportion. I don't know that yeah. they're going to try to do Charlottesville all over again because you know the whole story about that, how the police actually funneled those two groups into each other on purpose. Yeah, well, that's what it yeah. seems like they're trying to do now. You know, with that one yeah. entrance, they're mm -hmm. trying to make everybody stay in one area. So everybody has to funnel through one spot. It's, right. Well, that and it's also just them trying to flex and be like, look at the power that we have. And they're bringing out all Yeah, we're in charge, you bitches. Yeah. Look we'll at the, you see the other mini killdozer? <laughs> Well, you know what yeah. that, you know what that is, right? That's it's a, fucking, it's an, it's a it's bobcat. A, it's a, yeah, it's a bobcat. It's an armored yeah. sniper's perch. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> well, see, the problem is, is the cops there aren't being told that they're, you know, going or not where they're going against, but they're not being told that the people on the other side of the fence from them are responsible, you know, two A loving gun owners. They're being told that they're going against domestic terrorists. Do they care? So, no, no, they don't no, care, and that's the problem. Away, because all I, they've heard is just that, that they're domestic right. terrorists, and they're fucking right. white nationalists, and well, they, uh, whatever well, they fucking have you, you know? End of the day, their job is to protect the state. That's period. it. That's it. That's all it is. That's, a, that's the whole justice system. Yeah. The, the, always... the cops work for the state. The... Does the uh, DA works for the state, the judge works for the state, the jury is there, works for the state. And if you can't afford your own lawyer and you get a court appointed attorney, they all work for the state too. Yep. Yep. I think if anything happens, it's going to be from an officer on the other side that is going to start it. Um, Certainly. So if anyone, if anyone's listening to this, do not take your dogs. Yes, leave your dogs at home. Yeah. Also, if you are going to go, get a fucking burner phone. Why not? Because they're they're doing all that uh, that business with that uh, that drone flying overhead. Um, I saw like a sting, post like stingray. Yeah, I saw like, a post yeah. about that like talking about it can track the uh, the cell phones and shit. And so, get a fucking burner phone. Just if anything, for your own protection, you know. 
but I think it's really interesting. Well, it's not probably, it's probably not the right word, but to see all the tools that the state has to bear against people that dissent. I mean, mm-hmm. like this is the result of us fucking as a society being okay with mass surveillance and fucking, you know, all this military technology. Like, dude, you know, how much, how much of that fucking technology has started the military? Number one, drones, stingrays, fucking, what else is there? Um, GPS jamming, apparently. Like, those are all. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's up with the GPS jamming thing because mine's working fine, the wife's is working fine, the GPS and van's working fine. Brent, yours is, that a, is that a legit source? Because I read that too. It's on Zero Hedge. I've never had an issue with them before. Right. So, gotcha. I don't know, man. <laughs> and all, all of this, the surveillance and all that stuff, plus all their little toys and the development, all this stuff, this is just directly from the war on terror. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like you always say, Matt, the Empire comes home. Yeah, right. Of which, talking about toys, I just found out the other day that uh, my local sheriff has authorized, well, has been trying to authorize more use of uh, facial recognition cameras. <laughs> awesome. But that's another episode altogether, so. Yeah. They've already got a few out and about. He's trying to get more. Mm. Yeah. Whatever. I've been putting up cameras at the intersections here. I'm like, that's just a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> fucking revenue man gotta nothing get that money somehow nothing a 1022 can't do it no right <laughs> nothing a fucking bb gun can't handle hey yeah spray paint yeah but anyway allegedly hypothetically <laughs> yeah. um i think uh i think we're done here Are we good anybody else got anything Word. Yeah, I just want to say something about home defense. You know, yeah, dude, go ahead. originally the subject. So, yeah, I think, I think it's important to know that even if you buy a hundred and fifty dollar high point pistol, like you need something. Something is better than nothing. But if you're going to have a rifle, for instance, for home defense, you should probably try to get an SBR, and you can build one without getting a tax stamp. Like the brace, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say hypothetically, you can build one without a tax stamp, and I know just well, you can it, build a pistol. Uh, yeah, yeah, plans uh, for uh, that uh, pistol. that um, fucking uh, what is it, grease gun machine, little grease yeah. gun pistol? You know, well, a shotgun, something. I mean, like I said, even you can go down to Home Depot, <laughs> grab some fucking pipe, and make a shotgun. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 I mean, a fucking potato gun hurts like hell. I mean, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no. And as far as high points go, I have one. I've put well over 1,200 rounds through it without cleaning it. <laughs> that bitch will not die. Probably made in Ohio, baby. But yeah. I mean, nonetheless, like a, a less, a lower quality gun is better than nothing at all to defend yourself. Oh, no, absolutely, man. Well, it's like, uh, like the Ruger SR9s are always on sale. Um, Where? Up here, I mean, because I've been looking for an SR9C for years. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I saw them up here. They were like three ninety nine. Oh shit. Yeah. But another thing to look at, like Aim Surplus, they've always got like the LE trade ins, Glocks, and all that stuff for like yeah. two fifty. I've been debating getting a Glock. Nine nine oh six. Yeah, good gun. Yeah, yeah. They had those. They had the Smith and Wessons. They had. But uh, Berettas, uh, M9s, um, 
I get emails from them all the time about law enforcement trade-ins and they'll be between 250 to 350. Um, I've gotten stuff from them. I got my VZ 58 rifle from them and you just have it sent to your local gun shop. Boom. Do the paperwork there. If you want, you know, that's what we got to do, but super easy, but that's a good source. I says next week I'm going to buy a Beretta APX nine mil. They have a full size on sale right now. They're all 339. No shit. It is a famous fucking handgun. So if you got the extra money, I would go get one as soon as possible. Unfortunately, I'm limited to uh, secondhand sources at the moment because I still am flagged in Nick's. So I can't buy anything new from the store. Allegedly. Oh, (laughs) and when the thing. However, well, my girlfriend's got a pretty nice gun collection. And that's what's silly because you you went through the steps to get it squared away and it's still screwed up. Well, they uh, say that I I put in the app and it takes anywhere from they said it takes anywhere from six weeks to three plus years. And it's like how the fuck is it that big of a time range? Yeah, it's like either it is or it is it. It's like you go in, yeah. put it in, check the fucking box, hit save, and it's done. Well, it's a fucking yeah. government institution, so of course it's going to be like, oh, hey, it can be between this time and this time, and it'll always be the longest time, plus or minus six months. Yeah, it's... yeah I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 you, like, it's like the cable company time frame, but in years. Dude, all I'm saying is, I can tell you right now, if I was in your situation, wouldn't stop me. Secondhand is better than nothing. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, you, you know, get I'm, better I'm deals totally, too. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Right, selection sign is good. I'm totally legal to do that, but yeah. it's just like fucking stupid to, uh, you know, to, to not for it not to be. So you just can't buy it from a I dealer mean, or something, right? Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. That's kind of, that's so fucking bass backwards. Well, <laughs> hey, you're legal to buy firearms, just not from a dealer. Yeah, it's like right. legally cool. you right. can't. <laughs> don't don't you? Uh, like, are you, you can get your concealed permit, right? Well, I put in the application. They told me it would take up to 45 days to give me an answer. So we'll see. Okay. Um, it's been like two weeks already. So I don't know, bro. We'll have to see if they actually decide to fuck with me about it or not. But one thing I have learned through this whole process, they're never going to stop fucking with me. It doesn't matter what paperwork I have, what I do. It'll never be, you know, it's a lifetime thing, man. Like, you do a life sentence as a convicted felon no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Well, the good. Well, if you do mess through, that's bullshit. You either paid your debt or you didn't. Um, yeah. Um, well, if if it does come back and you get your concealed carry permit, they don't have to do the NICS check anymore. Um, I think that's state by state. Yeah, Is that it, varies state to state because, okay. like Florida, um, Florida still does it regardless. Because okay. on the actual 4473, there's a place for it. Is there? Yeah, like on the 4473. Well, it's in Georgia. Uh, I'm in Georgia. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, I, well, I guess if it's state by state, then you got to check. But, like, in Georgia, yeah. you still – like, we made a copy of the driver's license and a copy of the um, concealed carry permit, and then you actually put all that information on the 4473. Boom, they sign it. It goes in the file cabinet, ring them up, and they're out the door. Yeah, well, I, I know one thing, Florida, no matter what, is three-day waiting period, even if you have it concealed. The only difference is uh, – I don't think there is a difference, actually. What's well, like in North Carolina. One, 
my dad, you have to go and get a permit to buy an actual gun. And I'm like, but you got a concealed carry permit. He goes, yeah. I'm like, they, then you're not free to go buy a gun then. See, that's like good old South Carolina. You don't have to have, if you have a CWP, it waives the NCIS check, period. Like you walk in, sew them your thing, buy the gun, you're out. If not, it's a 10-minute process. You answer the questions, you pay for the gun, and you're out. There's no... In South Carolina is like almost one of the most relaxed states as far as yeah, Georgia and South Carolina are yeah, exactly the same. It. It's it finally they got reciprocity between Georgia and South Carolina for oh, nice. yeah. that oh, used to yeah. piss me off because I had a when I lived in South Carolina, I, you know, I had my carry permit there, but then I couldn't carry in Georgia. They touch. Well, I, <laughs> I right. My 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 favorite uh my favorite one is Colorado because yeah they like. All they do is they fucking do the call right then and there. You fill out the information, and they'll actually call and get mm -hmm. you verified within a few minutes, and you yeah. can fucking walk out the door. There's yeah. no waiting period, nothing. And I was That's like, weird. I bought my first fucking handgun there. I was like, oh shit, I'm walking away with this motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. the way Georgia and South well, Carolina is too. One thing I have learned through my time in the military and in prison, I don't get in a hurry for much of anything anymore. So <laughs> <True>. whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm damn good. That's the that's, one, that's the one thing that everybody in the military learns is how to wait. In line. Yeah, hurry up and wait. Yep. Well, anybody got anything else? Nope, I'm cool, man. I gotta fucking get driving anyway. Cool. Everybody want to give out their info? Sure. sure I'll start. So, if you want to find me, uh, Matt, I'm the host of the Status Quo podcast. You can find me at Status quo pod on twitter uh my email is thestatusquo at gmail.com uh if you want to give me comments feedback don't use the website use the email if you just want to tell me the show's awesome or that i'm ugly or i suck or whatever that's where you do that and then also our website is thestatusquo at gmail fuck dude i fuck this up every time thestatusquo.net that's home base if you find all of our uh, episodes blog post articles. Uh, I got a couple medical articles that are getting ready to come out probably tonight, um, whenever this is released. So yeah, by the time this is out, this should be up. That's it. Sweet. Next. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mads. Um, I run the Campfire Freedom Fighters podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Campfire Freedom. We're on Instagram at campfire underscore freedom underscore fighters. And our email is uh, campfirefreedom at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up and ask us anything, that's all I've got. Brent. All right. Uh, <laughs> I am uh, vetarkistog on Twitter. I'm usually on there. My wife says way too much, and she's right. Same. Um, and uh, I'm usually kicking around there. And I'm also the host of the upcoming uh, Smoke Pit Storytime that's going to be hosted on Anchor. I was so tempted to fucking steal that from you. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, man. This, was, this wound up being a fucking Smoke Pit Story Hour. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, man. Sure did. That's, that's what my wife, she goes, what's Smoke Pit? What's the smoke bit? And I told her, and like, so she goes, so it's magical play. Yeah, she goes, so basically, you just get around and drink and like shoot like bullshit. She goes, yeah. I like, yeah. She goes, well, you're good at that. You should name the podcast that. That's fucking awesome.
<laughs> so yeah, smoke pick story time, and hopefully I'll be debuting here soon. I just got to get on it. Get on it, bro. Yeah. Took me for fucking ever. I know. I got a mic and everything now. Yeah. So. Wait. Uh, all right, guys. It's been what about fun. you? How do, yeah, how, yeah. How, do, how do people find you? Oh, yeah. Shit. Um, yeah. Twitter, Ghost of Rebellion, or Rebelly1. Um, oh, one. Um, what the fuck is it? Instagram, Ghost of Rebellion. There's only one out there that I've seen, and it's me. So if you can't fucking find it, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah right, thanks for having me on man I really appreciate it yeah no hey. problem good time appreciate all you guys yeah yeah alright man I appreciate it yeah. y'all have a good one I'm out alright y'all